listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday the 16th of December. This is Recap, made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies, if you did not know, is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And you know what's next? It's the disclaimer. Ugh. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Hey, Jose. It's so nice to, you know, once again, have you sitting in front of me. Second day, uh, two times the charm this time. Yeah. Feels even better than the first day. Back in <laughs> back in the office. And we're, we're going for three days in a row, with tomorrow being our last episode of Recap for the year. Yes, that's it. We'll wrap up and uh, we'll come back in sort of, uh, what, about the middle of uh, uh, January from yeah. memory. Yeah. But we'll have take some time off, recharge those batteries, as I'm sure everybody else will be doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah, do join us tomorrow though for the last episode. We may very well have a special guest. We're also going to do a bit of like a recap, recap, right? Oh, yep. Are you going to make a sting for that? Yeah, I I think that might be the best sting I've ever made (laughs) in my whole career. (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah, so we're going to be looking at uh, some of the stories that we thought were the most interesting over the year and just have a look back. So please do join us. We'd love to have you. Yeah, well, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, I'll start us off with something locally today, Jose. Uh, there's been an update from Trust Power, the electricity generator and retailer, about something we've actually talked about on Recap before. Oh, so this is related to the sale of part of its business? Yeah, that's right. Trust Power is in the process of selling the retail side of its business to Mercury. That's another listed Kiwi energy company. Uh, and the price of that deal is $441 million. Now, the retail business includes Trust Power's gas, telecommunications and retail electricity supply business. So that's like the electricity it sells to consumers, but not to its commercial or industrial customers. Oh, that's right. So this this is ringing some bells now. From memory, there were some conditions that had to be met before the sale could go ahead, right? Yeah, good memory. So there were three key conditions. First, the deal needed Commerce Commission approval. Second, uh, the deal needed approval from Trust Power's shareholders. And last, the deal needed one of Trust Power's key shareholders, called the Tauranga Energy Consumer Trust, to complete a restructure of its business. The last I remember was that... F- uh, Trust Power had ticked off some of those conditions, I think. Yeah. Back in November, uh, it was about a month ago, Trust Power said that it had met the first two of those three conditions. Mm-hmm. And that left uh, just that last one of the Tauranga Energy Consumer Trust needing to complete its restructure. Well, today, Trust Power made the announcement that the High Court has approved the Tauranga Energy Consumer Trust restructure. And that means the sale of its retail business is one step closer to being completed. Okay, so where to? from here? So there's now an appeal period for the court's decision, uh, which expires in February 2022. Now, depending on if there's any appeals, Trust Power and Mercury said the deal is meant to be settled in the first quarter of next year. Uh, and as Trust Power has previously said, um, its name and brand will transfer over with the retail business to Mercury, and Trust Power will be renamed to Manawa Energy. Thank you very much for that, Alice. I might follow that up with some news from Qantas. 
So the airline released a market update this morning saying it expected to make a loss in earnings for the first half of 2022. So that's perhaps not surprising considering all of the disruptions to air travel lately, Uh, but I'd still like to know the details. And you should have them. Qantas says that they expect that the first six months of the next financial year will see them with an underlying earnings loss of up to 1.1 billion Australian dollars. The Qantas CEO Alan Joyce said that 2021 had been one of the worst years since the pandemic began. He particularly pointed to the waves of the Delta variant in Sydney and Melbourne that closed out air travel after it looked like travel was going to open up again. However, Joyce did say that the airline's position was improving. Ah, okay. So what did he put that down to? Well, he said that Qantas had managed to fortify itself to an extent. He pointed to the sale of land that Qantas uh, owned around its headquarters. That sale won the company $802 million and helped its bottom line. And the company's net debt had improved to $5.65 billion at the end of the half year. So that land sale can't have been the only thing helping. Uh, surely the opening up of travel has contributed as well? Yeah, totally. The, the reasonably high rate of vaccination in Australia has meant restrictions have been relaxed. In fact, the return of domestic air travel has generated such demand that Qantas expects capacity to be 17% above pre-COVID levels by June. Uh, international travel is a different story, however. Qantas said by June it should hit 60% of pre-COVID levels. Right, but this is all in a world where Delta variant rules the roost, and increasingly so, Omicron. Was there any mention of that? Yeah, Joyce did admit that Omicron had affected confidence, but he said that they have yet to see a large number of booking cancellations. Okay, and were there any uh, other news from the update? Yeah, quite a bit. The, uh, The airline said that it expects, as the domestic markets open up more and more, There will be an increasing intensity of competition as new airlines have entered the market. It also confirmed that Airbus has been successful in securing the contract to replace Qantas's domestic fleet. Now that means that Qantas will switch from its current supplier Boeing and will make an order for 40 new jets with an option to purchase 94 more. Alice, I hear that there was a very important meeting happening over in the US this week. Yes, that's right. This week, investors in the US, uh, as well as all around the world, have been holding out for the Federal Reserve to make an announcement following uh, its two-day meeting this week. Now, I'm really interested in what you have to say about this, but first, can you just give us a reminder of what the Federal Reserve is? Yeah, so the Federal Reserve, or the Fed, is the US's central bank. It's like what the Reserve Bank of New Zealand uh, is to New Zealand. It controls the US's monetary policy, which is a fancy way of saying the Fed influences the supply of money into the US economy, as well as interest rates, uh, all to keep inflation low and to keep the economy ticking along. Now, on top of that, the Fed also uh, also serves some other purposes, such as regulating banks and maintaining financial stability. Thank you very much for that breakdown. But tell me more about this meeting today. Yeah, so eight times a year, a branch within the Fed called the Federal Open Market Committee or FOMC, which is made up of 12 people, meets up to review financial and economic conditions uh, and determines their stance on monetary policy. Now, on Tuesday and Wednesday uh, this week in the US, the FOMC had its latest meeting. And as always, afterwards, uh, the Fed makes a statement and does a press conference to talk through the outcomes of the meeting and any changes to monetary policy. 
And you said that people were particularly interested in this one? Yes, but to be fair, people have paid a lot of attention to all of the Fed's meetings and announcements since the start of the pandemic. Uh, Since the outbreak of COVID, central banks around the world, like the Fed, have lowered interest rates and pumped money into economies to boost them during the pandemic. Uh, Now that economies are recovering as they reopen and inflation is rising, uh, remember that keeping inflation low is one of the main things central banks are tasked with. Uh, we're increasingly starting to see central banks signal that they might scale back some of their economic stimu- stimulus. Uh, in fact, here in New Zealand, uh, we were one of the first countries to start doing that uh, a couple of months ago, and we've talked about that um, and changes to the official cash rate on recap when that has happened. New Zealand are always ahead of the curve. Um, so I take it, though, that all eyes are on the Fed today to see if they had any updates on this? Absolutely, Uh, and particularly so because last week the latest data showed that inflation in the US is rising at its fastest pace since 1982, uh, coming in at a rate of 6.8%. Now I should explain that generally central banks like a little bit of inflation because that's a sign of a healthy economy. Uh, That's why the Reserve Bank of New Zealand has a target to keep inflation between 1% and 3% per year and for the Federal Reserve that targets 2% per year. If prices are falling, uh, which is the opposite of inflation, it means that people and companies would just keep waiting for prices to fall and that would actually put them off spending and that can be detrimental to an economy. Uh, But too much inflation, on the other hand, means that goods and services just keep going, um, the prices of goods and services just keep going up and that can make things unaffordable, particularly if wages don't keep up at the same pace. Okay, so the anticipation is killing me. What did the Fed say today? Yes. So the Fed said it will be speeding up the rate um, of how quickly it's cutting back its economic stimulus. The Fed outlined its plans to aggressively scale back its monthly bond buying program. That's been one of the tools it's used to pump money into the US economy. And what about interest rates? Uh, The Fed kept interest rates unchanged for now, although Fed officials indicated that they expect to increase interest rates three times in 2022, followed by another two times in 2023 and two times uh, in 2024. And did the Fed say what were the reasons behind those decisions? Yeah, in its statement, the Fed said that supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic and the reopening of the economy have continued to contribute to elevated levels of inflation. Uh, The Fed said that these inflation developments, as well as improved labour market conditions, have been reason to scale back that bond buying programme. Uh, The Fed also said that progress on vaccinations means economic activity has continued to improve, but did note that the path of the the economy remains dependent on COVID and it's still a risk to the economic outlook. And finally, how did US markets respond to the announcement? Markets moved up upon the news. The S&P 500 closed for the day up 1.6%. Now in the days prior to the announcement, markets were sort of bouncing around a little bit while investors were anticipating what the Fed's decision might be. Another statement from the central bank gives a bit more certainty on how and when the scaling back of economic stimulus will happen. Great, thank you very much Alice. And that was Recap for the 16th of December. Thanks so much for listening. Yes, thank you very much indeed. Uh, You can give us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz 
And you can also leave a voice message. There is a link on how to do that in the episode description. And we'll be back tomorrow for our final episode of 2021. I know, can't wait. Matewa, see you then. See you then.